there, bro. I'm looking what, forward to uh, What part of Texas? So I'm in Dallas. Oh, okay. Great breakfast tacos out there. Fucking A. Yeah. Chris, mm -hmm. oh, fuck, we should have talked about it. Chris ran a croquetas, uh, like a gourmet croqueta shop to, uh, at, at a place there. He had his own. Um, I met a like, dude who ran Croqueta Fest in Miami. He goes by like something, Burger something. Burger Beast. So I, Burger uh, Beast. Here, look, stay right there. Hold on. Stay right there. Hold, don't, don't leave yet because this is a, this is a big deal for us, for him. Well, for us, he's my best friend. I think. Oh, cool. He's from Miami, though, right? Yeah, bro. He's, yeah, he's yeah. got the accent. Uh oh, he's got the thing. Is this your award? Yeah, bro. You see? So this fucking guy who ran that shit. Oh, you won? Yeah, we won the best fucking croqueta in Miami. Croqueta <laughs> Palooza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That shit is I've moved so many times. I got to <laughs> not be an asshole and fix it. But, you know. <laughs> hey. I fucking yeah, they won. You were, they, vis they were visiting from... I just happened to be in Miami at the same time that that was going on. And then they were down there and they fucking won... I yeah, think they won because of marketing too. It tasted so, great. So it was, yeah, it was definitely two things. So I had Wait, gone tell, to because I might know this. Tell me about I it. Had, because... So I had gone to this guy's uh, event, previous event, Seth Gonzalez. He's the burger Seth. beast over there. Yeah, Seth. So I've been to one of his events, uh, like a burger, you know, coincidentally, a burger competition. And I just scoped it out for marketing purposes because as much as I trusted our recipes, I was like, let me just see what this shit's about. And I noticed just a lot of things. I'm competitive as fuck. I was like, okay, so if you leave the food out on the table, people just walk up and take that shit. They don't interact. He gives you a little card and you're supposed to vote. But if you have a pop-up banner in the back, people might not look at that shit. People don't know fucking anything about it. You don't, you, it's too loud to tell them the ingredients or to tell them anything memorable. So me and Mike, the day before, we oh went God, to yeah. Office Depot and we fucking printed out. I printed out like a thousand copies of uh, like little business cards or like, no shit that we had to cut it after, like on gold cardstock. We and printed we, out a bunch of like business card sized right. things that we had to like cut up, but it was- That we had uh, to cut up. And so it was the logo with the name of the company because people had to vote for the name of the company. And then we even gave a title. So most people had like the, so we won people's choice. And then uh, someone won the judge's choice, right? Right. So, you know, they were like, we have a croqueta chorizo, croqueta de pin, you know, whatever, croqueta de pato, croqueta de all this shit. And ours did not have a name that was an ingredient. Ours was called the Beyonce. Okay, and I have was, heard of this because, was this, what, what What year was this? Was this like uh, like four or five years ago? 2017, yeah, 2017, yeah. Okay, we so wrote it, we, we got I met up. Seth like right after this happened. Okay, yeah, and yeah, We yeah. were talking about croquetas and he must have told me about this because I knew there was like a wild one. Yeah, yeah, and that was us. And so we called it the Beyonce because we're in, and, and, and it had a, a slogan and then all the ingredients. So the slogan was made in Texas, but loved everywhere. Beyonce. And so, and then it listed all the ingredients because I know every fucking time, bro, someone will come up to the table and be like, so what's in the croqueta? And I'd be like, I don't got time to tell you all that shit. And I'd be like, read the fucking card. It's on the card. And that's the name of our thing. If you like it to vote for us. Well, that's the story of the marketing. To be fair, I had done my research. I came prepared. I only put, so most people would have a whole fucking una bandeja de croqueta right in front yeah. of the table. And most people would just put like 50 croquetas, let people walk up, grab a croqueta, put a toothpick, whatever. I put four croquetas at a time and I put it way the fuck to the back of the table. So no one could take a croqueta without at least seeing my smile and getting the fucking card. Interacting. And so, and so there was the marketing aspect of it, right? The what was croqueta the thing? Itself, yeah, it, had, it was so dope, the croqueta bro. itself was, uh, 
we made an elote croqueta here in Texas. Ooh. And so to make it the Beyonce elote croqueta, we, we never made. Um, our croquetas were definitely like fried to or, fried to eat right there. You could not like our croquetas were not like, oh, take it home, eat it later. Like if you took it home, that shit was going to go. But elote, how? You covered it with the with the mayo. So, and the... so what we did was it would be. Um, what was it? So we did uh, bechamel. We still did bechamel because elote, butter. Yeah. Um, then inside the batter, what we would do for elote, we would do well, not Oaxaca cheese. It was uh, we would do queso fresco. We did a little bit of Oaxaca cheese. We would buy golden hominy and white hominy and then ro- and roast the shit out of it. And then we would just roast regular yellow corn. So it was just fucking pure that we would make the bechamel, which we is would, like pure corn flavor, too, because hominy is like heirloom. It's shit. fucking yeah, it's, it's yeah. intense. And then we would. Our bechamel is funny because everyone that makes croquetas is like, your bechamel doesn't make sense. It doesn't work. It's not bechamel. It's not liquid. It wasn't like, if I put my bechamel on a pasta, you, it's gross as shit. It was very thick. I overdid it on the flour to make up for the fact that I used no breadcrumbs inside ah. of my croqueta. Like at all. There was not one fucking trace of breadcrumbs inside of any cro- croqueta I ever made. So it was just, it would fall apart almost if you didn't eat it pretty right away. But the flour would give it a little more consistency. Bueno, what we did to make it the Beyonce that made it Texan and crazy. So Beyonce in that song had a lyric of like, if you fuck you good, take his ass to Red Lobster. Yeah. So to give the croquette more, mm, more body, we, we bought Red Lobster Cheddar Bay biscuits and we, and the batter. And then we fucking, we, we made the batter ourselves and we put it into the croqueta. And then to make it Texas, we took like, 24 hour uh slow cooked smoked brisket from the best barbecue place in all of town so we didn't make i'm i'm not a chef i'm an assembler yeah i'm like you know just how like captain america might not be the strongest avenger or whatever but he's always like assemble that's what the fuck i do i'm like and so we took that we took this sausage made in cruise uh, Texas or some shit. They're like the oldest sausage maker in all of Texas. Jalapeno cheddar smoked sausage. Put that shit into the batter. Chopped it all up. Made that into a batter. Rolled it up in panko breadcrumbs. Oh, and yeah. then we topped it with... Uh, it was hatch season. So we topped it with a uh, uh, green chili hatch like relish. Yeah. So uh, a relish. So oh, it was like vinegar. Uh, yeah. And yeah. the relish was on top. You of, need that to cut through everything you just ex- told me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the, the top of it was crema so that you would get like the Mexican crema, but it was cilantro lime crema with the relish. So that again, the, you're right. The sauce opens would cut everything up, all goes up the back of your richness. nose. Yeah. Right. And, and that, that also was, just makes you want to take another bite. That's like the real secret of like a, vin- a slight vinegar, slight right. airy sort of thing. It makes you want to take another bite because you want the richness again. Right, right, right. But the story yeah. behind even how it got there. So like, you know, I mean, I think the marketing was was just smart competitively. I think the fucking croquette was awesome. But I was saying the, that I, the, I was dying for him to bring it, like to go to Smorgasburg or whatever the fuck that they had. Oh, oh yeah. he'd kill it. We, we kill were it. looking, it. We were looking at it. it. Like I was looking at it at some point. There was a point where I was thinking about just quitting my job and moving to Brooklyn and be like, bro, I could fucking, i destroy the scene over there. I would fucking destroy Dude, it with the, with the I, groguetas. But it's one just- day, uh, my, we were at my wife's house. Uh, my, my wife's family had a house down the Jersey Shore. Right. And I had gotten a bunch of groguetas that my grandmother made. And she was like, oh, bring this. And I'm like, they don't eat croquetas. They don't eat, like it was the puerco molido inside. Oh, so I was like, yeah. they don't eat that. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't understand it. So I was like, my wife ate it. I ate it. Her brother ate it. So what I did was she gave me like nine of them. So I was like, all right, three each. 
I took them in the morning. Yeah. They had a cast iron pan. I put in like a little bit of butter. Yeah. As soon as it got hot, I put the three in there and I crushed them. And I put uh, cheese on top of that. And I put the fried egg on top of that. And we ate three like smash. Crogeta hash. Yeah, basically. And it was like smashed with the with a little bit of cheese and a, and a fried egg on top and a little bit of hot sauce. And everyone was like, what is that? They all started trying it because as soon as you put an egg on top of it, Americans are like, ooh. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, if you just, you could serve croquetas like 10,000 ways. I put a croqueta one. I put a couple of croquetas inside of a waffle maker. Yes. Dude, it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Incredible. Yeah, I can bro, only get I, so, so erect. I, I, I thought mean. Of, I, <laughs> bro, I thought about it because what, at one point what I was thinking, I was like, yo, if I were to move to like New York and do this, I would do croqueta centric everything. I would do croqueta fucking sandwiches, croqueta. Um, we thought about doing, this was going to be wild. We were like, yo, what if we could pull off a croqueta corn dog? Why not? And I was like, why not? You just fucking dip it in the batter. You dip a really frozen croqueta in batter, and then you fucking fry the shit out. And then what you do is, oh, I you thought switch the croqueta up. would be the batter, and you still a put croqueta, a hot dog in the there. hot dog in with a croqueta around. That it? could be that too. Yeah, it could be. It could be so many things, and you could you can you can bake. You know, if you're going for savory with sweet something, you could bake technically pieces of croqueta into like if you make a thick enough Belgian waffle. Fucking just throw a croqueta throughout the waffle. If you want to be an ass one, then make it savory about, on, on top of it. Cut up chunks how of about ham. If the croqueta and, was like a puck. You can make a croqueta burger. Absolutely, you can make you can make a bunch of stuff. And what we realized too, as we started getting friends to help us like mold the croquetas, which is the pain in the ass if you don't have a commercial actual croqueta or like falafel maker. Mm-hmm. Dude, our friends were like, "Hey," and this was like I don't know if you know the story of like Stacy's pita chips. But she started trying to make gyros or gyros, and eventually she had like a focus group of her husband's friends at a Super Bowl party. And dude was like, uh, the dudes were like, yeah, uh, she had burned some of the fucking gyro pitas and served them as chips. And they were like, yeah, we like your gyros. They tasted okay. They're like, but what was up with those thick ass chips? And so she just pivoted and just did chips. That's that's what she's super fucking famous for. That's what she's known for now. Well, we realized that. I could make Cuban croqueta bocadito paste because the the actual batter of the croqueta was I used to I bro I gained weight I mean because I always gain weight but making that I would get eggs for breakfast and I wouldn't even put a croqueta in it I would literally just scoop batter out and just put it on the skillet because the batter itself was the shit and the elote batter was the shit we used to make a couple different croquetas. Like we made one we called the Tokyo Tokyo Havana. And so instead of using um what the fuck was it? We used like uh, a shitload of like umami flavoring into the ham. We made sure oh, to use yeah. like a specific kind of ham. We softened, we like stepped it back on the cheese a little. We also made one that I called the three little pig or our standard croqueta, the ham croqueta was called the three little pigs because we would do it would blow um, your house down. Oh, it was <laughs> fucking a. Then and we would uh yeah we would do regular like just cooked ham, just regular yeah. ass cooked deli ham, and then we would do um we would get, buy pork rinds like oh, Mexican yeah. chicharrones. We didn't have yeah. a, but Mexican chicharrones, and we would just fucking blend the chicharrones. 
and just throw them into the batter so that it would just create like it would be in place of breadcrumbs to give yeah. it consistency. And the texture was probably wild. Insane. And then the that's third the thing about one, pork. Like if you blend pork enough, it becomes emulsified. That's like the yeah. like, exactly. like sausage, but you need you need a different texture. That's the one thing with anything in meat that emulsifies for me, like I need a texture that divides that. Because exactly. if not, you just feel like you're fighting it a lot when you eat it. Yep, yep. And then we would just get bacon um and smoke bacon and then we would just food process it and so all of that was and then in in that we would throw like monster cheese sazon completo some cilantro a little bit of parsley and we would top that one with just a classic like garlic cilantro sauce and that's it but that croqueta that to me i mean it's it's very cocky of me but i'm like the best croqueta i've ever eaten was when we were making croquetas because it's kind of like you said earlier is like it reminds you of your childhood but what's interesting is it was my interpretation yeah, oh, boy, no, and that's, that's what you should do. Bro, it's this like, came around full fucking circle because really that's exactly did. what you're what you were doing. Yeah, that's exactly what it what it was to an extent. It was like, and it was almost like, oh, this is what I wish my childhood fucking tasted like. And so we we experimented with a shitload of weird croquetas that Dude, I've I seen other people do now. Bocadito, like I oh. always would not let my wife see how it was made because she loved it. And I'm like. If she oh, you sees don't ham, see that. ketchup, relish, if she sees oh, all that yeah. going into a processor, I'm like, yeah, yeah. just you let know, it go. You know, just, like a little bit of Cuban, olive oil. That's juice. the Cuban version of you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't want to see how the bocadito paste gets made. That's the Cuban to, version. You don't want, and the better Jesus. it tastes, the worse it gets made. Yeah, that's a damn <laughs> thing. That's how fuck it is. It's like, ooh. And there's also that little bit of like, well, what else is in the fridge that's going old, that's going bad? You know, yeah. that gets thrown in there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that is, when that I is... saw like that little bit of like caper juice go in because it was just left in the fridge, I'm like, Gonyo, you're really putting, I mean, that thing's been in the fridge since I was a kid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, the best. Pero it was, I was so super, great meeting you guys. Yeah, man, man absolutely. But uh, thank you again so much for joining us, man. It really, honestly, I I was just excited to hear from such a different perspective, like of a Cuban American here. sock. Oh, there it is.